Now entering Nerdist.com. Okay. Hey, thanks for coming in. I uh, really enjoyed getting to know you a little better. Just go ahead and uh, make an appointment with Tassels on the way out. I think uh, it's going to take a few more sessions to kind of straighten this out. I think smoking's a smoking's a real problem, but I think if you want to continue smoking, you just got to keep buying the, the cartons and and, uh, and just go to work that way. Pick up a Popsicle on the way out. It's uh, shaped like a McFlurry Tablerone, and uh, we'll see you next time. Outside the box, in the box, it came in, the blind leading the nearsighted. Four out of five doctors recommend not listen. This is cash withdrawal. And four out of five doctors recommend not listen. Uh, the buttery, tasty sounds of the uh, cash withdrawal sextet, and... Uh, Feels good to be back. Uh, I know you know we're all having our own withdrawal symptoms. We all have our issues, and you know from from what's gone on, where we just haven't done the other show for a while. But we're gonna I'm gonna stay with you. I'm, I will be your big toe. Let me get uh, tassels to uh, bring in our next uh, our next guest, uh, our next session showed, as it were. Tassels, can you bring in our next Arge Barker? How you hey, doing, buddy? Hey, hey, buddy. How are you? Arge. How you doing, bud? Yeah, it's one of my oldest good. friends, Arge Barker. He actually was, he was in my wedding. Yep. He, uh, he, was, I, he was one of the first guys I met in comedy. We moved to Los Angeles you and lived lo- in a one-bedroom apartment. You told me you loved me. Did uh, I? At the day before you got married, yeah. Um, like it wasn't, no, not it was just like, I love you, man, but it was yeah. like heartfelt. Really? Really? Yeah. And then what, what? I always remember that when you don't return my texts. <laughs> <laughs> this guy used to love me. <laughs> I mean, how hard is it to, if someone that says he loves you yeah. doesn't return your, I mean, what about the people that feel nothing for you? Yeah. You know? There's plenty of those guys. <laughs> what, what, what was the, what was the, I mean, I don't remember it. I was very, you know. Jubilant. I was jubilant during the wedding. You know, I had all my closest remember friends Remember we went for a swim in that creek the day before? Okay, I remember I was freaking out a little bit about the whole wedding thing. And I went down to the creek and you settled me down a little bit. I think you're... General theory or theme was uh, we're all going to die anyway, so yeah. who cares if you do this or not? Yeah, and yeah. that was very comforting. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you have to lose? I'm a calming presence. Yeah, yeah. You were uh, you, you were definitely you were sitting on the rock like a like a aquatic Buddha, you know, just waiting for me to uh, you know to talk to about the, the the situation. It was weird. I had the weird thing about weddings is you've got. You know, the best friends you've ever made in your life. Yep. Quick fix. All those guys. Uh, all the classics, you know. You got the new classics, the old classics. Yep. You look around you, it's, it's heaven, and then they all go home, like all of a sudden. And when everyone left, I cried. I was just so bummed when the, when the bus left. Everyone got picked up on a bus and, and went home, and I was left with, with my wife, and I was, I was really like... You've never felt more alone in your life. I felt, I felt like I, I had real abandonment issues. And uh, it well, was it's fine. Sort of, it's it almost up, like being dropped off at school. It, it was the end of camp. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Right? The last day of camp. Um, it was, but... More like when, you, when your folks drop you off at school and like, you're starting a new thing. Yeah. And you have to make new friends. I mean, it's not quite a good, it's not a really good analogy, but it's, I guess it's not really like that. Never mind that. You're, you're in a relationship now. And I, this is something I've been wanting to discuss. It's true, I am. I have a theory... Uh, and I think you were a part of it. I think you came up with the theory with me to some extent that there are a finite amount of uh, people that can be famous, right? 
There's only so many A-list fame spots in the universe, right? Yeah. There's a finite amount. Yeah, and those many. people that become famous can sleep with whoever they want, right? And uh, it's unfair for those people to hold those spots if they are in a relationship. Uh, they have to recuse themselves from those spots atop the uh, A-list heap. Because somebody wasting, else needs those spots. Wasting, it's a waste of those spots. They're wasting right? fame. There's someone that could... It's a waste of fame. Now, you have become quite successful uh, here in the United States, of course, but also in Australia. I mean, you're, in Australia, you're, you're... I mean, every time I meet an Australian and ask, oh, one of, my, think, one of my best friends, Arge Barker, they know who you are. Yeah, I think more... You're doing guy, great I think more... There. I think more guys right off the street would know my name in Australia right. than in but the States. But you've done great here, too. You've had a wonderful career. But what I'm saying is... In Australia, you're in a relationship right now, mm -hmm. a very serious one. Three years. Should you be recusing yourself? Are you at that point where you should recuse yourself? Because I think yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think I'm famous enough to mm. warrant that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really taking anything away because <laughs> I'm not getting like hit on left and right anyway. <laughs> so if I was constantly turning down you know, beautiful women all the time, then maybe, but it's not really big. But don't you issue. think you're <clears throat> partially? Don't you think that's because you're not putting that out there anymore for the last not three putting years? That vibe out. Exactly. But that, that's funny you say that because I won't do the bit. Do the no, bit? No, I won't. I don't want to do the do the bit on you. Play the clip. <laughs> if I had a do clip, I'd play it. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain the joke. Okay, I, explain I have, the bit. I have a joke me. about this now where I say. This is one of my favorite things about Arch. Where he goes, I got a, a bit for you. I'm not going to do the bit for you, but... And then he paraphrases the bit. I'll just paraphrase the yeah, bit. Yeah, Basically, I would say, <laughs> you know that... You know that thing where you are in a relationship and... Excuse me, that's Arch screwed up. I got distracted. Uh, you know... I think my landlord's here. Uh, <laughs> you know that thing where when you're single, you go out there and it can be just like a ghost town. You know, you get get all gussied up and you get out there and there's nothing going on yeah and it's yeah. desperate it's brutal sometimes when you're single right but then the split second and this is the bit i'm basically doing the bit now yeah i'm embarrassed to admit he's doing the bit but the split second you have you have a significant other suddenly they're coming out of every nook and cranny right, like, right. hey what's up yeah yeah hey here's my new number are you on facebook <laughs> you got a facebook we, we we should chill we should get yeah. a drink sometime what are you doing later so that's fair to say that, that what I've described is a thing that people are right. sort of aware of. Yeah. So basically my question is, um, when does it start? Because I've had my girlfriend for like three years now. Yeah. And just nothing from anybody but her. And it's just really frustrating to think that I'm the only person in the world this doesn't happen to. <laughs> and I've figured out that it's pretty much all I think about all day, every day. <laughs> and I've figured out that, like you were saying, I think most people when they're in a relationship... They put out a vibe that says, I'm good. I'm right. good to go. I ain't right. looking because I'm already cooking. Right. Yeah. You could even have but a shirt I, made. Yeah. As best as I can tell, I'm still spewing out a super creepy, desperate vibe. And I guess basically, <laughs> how the fuck do I turn this thing off? So that's the bit. But it's true. It's true. I've never. I always thought, you know, now I'm settled down, it's going to be it's going to like you know, attract more women. And I, it wasn't why I got a girlfriend. That was one of the tags I don't use anymore. Yeah. I go, that's the whole reason I got a girlfriend. <laughs> Just tried to try to trick fate. <laughs> but it really hasn't worked out like that. I think I've been hit on a few times, but um, I think also I'm just getting older and I'm not 
maybe is is uh i don't know maybe i, I don't know i don't overthink it yeah and also i think i I, it's, I guess it's probably good anyway what if there were tons of really hot women always trying to tempt me i mean that i guess i'd get pretty hard but are you fr- afraid in the context of the relationship that your career is there a part of you that's a tiny bit afraid that you will continue to excel uh, with your career get to a point where you're famous where it would jeopardize so famous that it would jeopardize the relationship i get afraid of that not that that's a a real pressing problem but i do there is a part of me that it would be afraid to become a household name i'm afraid it would jeopardize the relationship i'm not that afraid of that because i would just see that as more um, more freedom to do what you want, really. More, and you could, you know, it would give me more career opportunities, but also social opportunities. And oh, that's true. But no, I'm pretty happy. I mean, I can't. I don't worry about that. I'm pretty happy with my girlfriend, and, and I'm very happy with her. <laughs> Hi, honey. Uh, no, I don't think about that too much. No. I mean, okay. here's the thing. Let me ask you this. Have you ever... Uh, I, mean, I'm just, I was a see, bachelor for most of my adult life. Yeah, I was a bachelor... I'm aware of that. In my early 40s. <laughs> I was with you when you kicked the hibachi off and off the oh, yeah. off the balcony. Arjun and I did a... a we, we worked That's sort together. of how we became friends that yeah, trip. I was like, I kind of like this guy. We, we, we worked together at this uh, gig out in... in uh, Moscow, uh, Idaho. Moscow, Idaho, Spokane. Is it, yep. is that near Spokane across the... No, wait. Yeah, it's not that far Moscow, Idaho. And, uh, John Fox gig. Yeah. And, uh, it was, it was sort of like, you know, an experiment to see how drunk the crowd could get us. And then we went to a party afterwards and Arch, no, we were on the second floor of a, of a, like a party at a condo or something. I barely remember. Arch just all of a sudden just kicked a, you know, an ankle level hibachi. Oven, it was like a smoky Joe, smoky Joe, just right off the balcony. Just it was a good crashed two to the stories. Ground. It was good. Two stories up too. It was like on a hillside. <laughs> two, yeah. And it really so it crashed down. And everyone stopped. Everyone's at the party kind of looked at us, and there was no explanation for why you would have. But I want to also add the what you didn't point out is people kept sending me shots, and I was headlining. Yeah, and yeah. so and they kept sending like Goldschlager or something disgusting <laughs> to drink, and so I was blind by the time I yeah. got off stage, and I kept. I was to the point where I thought, you know, when you get t- too drunk, then you just keep drinking because you think it's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, and so I was. Out of my mind. I really don't even know why I did that. It was stupid. Well, we had to get out of there pretty quick. Yeah, then this big jockey dude came up and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, in my face. And I couldn't string a sentence together. But you, you backed him off. He said, look, he's really drunk. And we got out of there. And so you saved me from getting my butt kicked the first time we really hung out proper. Yeah. And that was a a good experience for me. Uh, Also, you had weed. Remember that? Well, I do remember. And that was sort of the... Remember the power shift? Yeah, the power power shifted pretty quick. Because, Arch, you can be a little (laughs) bit uh, demonstrative. You can can be a little bit... um, You know, you you definitely let people know what you want, where you want to eat, these types of things. You like to call the shots. But the old Arch was like that. Uh, Okay, okay. I don't know. We'll see. That was was at a much cockier time in my life. But Arch Arch was the one that was going to decide where we're going to eat, when we're going to stop for gas, all these things, even though I I was driving. So I picked him up at the airport. I I wasn't a total dick, but I was... No, it was all in fun. Yeah, I was a little bit like, I'm the headliner. You're the headliner. I I I make the decisions. And then we discovered pretty quickly into the trip that uh, I was the one that had weed. Yeah, and then the, the balance of and the power balance shifted. of power really shifted because I was able to parcel that out almost as a, you know, a, a guinea pig would be parceled out its food, so I could control the situations we were in. That's true, and that was really advantageous. Um, That's true. I was, a, yeah. I was a, and it was like the only time in my life I've ever had weed too. I've known someone that usually carries it. That time. Yeah, yeah. And also, but I also feel that you may have had a drinking problem because then we got back to Seattle. <laughs> 
And I, I met up with some of my friends from college. We went out to another party. And you, I don't, I don't even remember you, <laughs> that's, that's just, you not remembering all this stuff is just what I'm saying. And, and we went to a, uh, another party in Seattle and you took a picture off a wall. No, it, it wasn't me. It wasn't you. It was some girls that we met took a picture oh. out, of the lob- out of like the lobby. Of it made us look bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Some, some I've always blamed that on you. No, no, it wasn't me at all. No. Okay. I wouldn't okay. do stuff like that. All right. Well, let me ask you something. Um, cause I don't, I still have not met your girlfriend. And that's weird. It's been three years. You live in Australia, so it yeah. makes sense. Well, I, it's I, nobody's fault. We're, 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 yeah, we're there at the moment while I right. tour there. It's no, nobody's. Yeah. Okay. I live in California. Right. Okay. But I sort of go there a lot. Okay. I kind of. I sort of live both. I guess I live in both areas. It's it's a it's a dual existence. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to be in the Bay Area to, as much these days too. It's hard to. Bottom point. line is, I keep just missing your girlfriend. Yeah. Is this the type of relationship? I just want to. We're going to find out how much you've grown. Would you peel an orange for your girlfriend? Have you ever done that? If she asked me to, I would totally. But okay. she doesn't let me go near food. <laughs> okay. What, 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 what? She doesn't. She doesn't really like. I cooked her eggs once when she was really not feeling well, and that's about the extent of the cooking I'm allowed to do. I can I can get my own water and stuff. That's a nice thing people do for each other. They say, "I peeled you an orange." I would peel her an orange any day. Because here's week. the here's the test. I really think a relationship comes down to. Uh, do you like this woman enough where, in the end, one, one of the other of you is going to be serving salad or food to the other in the end of a relationship? Well, given That's our how age it difference, gets. I'd put my money on That's going to be her. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're banking on. <laughs> well, there's a substantial age difference. So, yeah. So I think that the odds are that if you're talking about someone getting older and needing to be cared for. Yeah. That's probably going to be me. That's going to be good. I'm, yeah. I'm doing my best, and I'm taking my turmeric, and try, and then I try to get my exercise in and stay fit. Right, right. But she's a, few, you know, she's a few, like, she's a, yeah, she's a bit younger, and um, so, um, but she's 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 all right with that. But I'm gonna, meanwhile, try to be a great boyfriend, so that if that day ever comes, she doesn't feel resentful. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I try to be an extra good boyfriend now. Yeah, because in a, the end, she's going to have to feed you I peel a whole fruit porridge before. with a large spoon or a ladle. Right? In the end, that's really how it all ends up for all of well, us. Well, maybe. You never know. You mean, <laughs> and you, you want someone around. Look, I think the older we get, the more this... With the Zika, you, you know, anything could happen. We can always hope. We can always I, hope. I, I'm, I'm super... <laughs> Prejudice towards every type of mosquito now. Yeah, and you've always though, even, been germophobia. No, uh, germophobe though, but anyway. only one type carries the Zika. Mm-hmm. But I see any mosquito, and I, I like. You just assume there's. Yeah, and I I assume it's Zika ridden, and I just I'm just merciless, just killing. And mosquitoes are like, dude, I'm not even that type of mosquito. <laughs> like I don't care, you have to die. Yeah. Now you're, you, basically you. Uh, what's the word? Uh, I mean, it's not, not target. You're you're. Uh, in I'm, terms of mosquitoes, I'm, you're, I'm, you're, you're, you're profiling I'm mosquitoes. I'm profiling mosquitoes, yeah. You're racially profiling mosquitoes. Yeah, specially profiling yeah, mosquitoes. Yeah, specially profiling mosquitoes. That's, yeah. Um, it, it, here's what I'm thinking. Because, we, look, we've, we, we were single together for all those years. Yeah. and enjoyed the, the splendors of being single. A lot of it I don't miss. Some of it I do. Some of it I'll miss for the rest of my life, you know? Um. You know, but it does kind of make sense the older we get to stick with one person, and here's why. 
the older you get, the harder it is to uh, make new friends, right? It's it's harder to make quality friends the later you get in life. I agree. Yeah, to some extent. I had uh, one the best friend. friends you ever made were often earlier. In fact, I I, I discharged my my newest friend. I had a, a friend. I won't say his name, but I really liked the guy. Yeah. And so I was like, try to stay in touch. Yeah. And then more and more, I started to realize that the the dude never. I couldn't think of one time when he reached out to me to say, "Hey, let's do something," or "I'm going to this thing. Do you want to come along?" It was always like. He was accommodating me because I'd say, "Hey, we should go for a bike ride. We should, right, right. We should get, go get a beer, right. or whatever." He wasn't initiating, and yeah, not not once, and I couldn't yeah. think of one instance. Yeah. And so I call, for lack of a better term, I call him a one-way friend, where it's, one way. It's, it's it's like he's oh he's up for hanging out with me when it suits him, but otherwise. And then the final straw for me was when I said, "Hey, you know, let's let's get a beer. You know, I'm downtown. Come down for a beer." He's like, oh, I can't. Just went, to, just got back from a great party up in the hill. Lots of music and food and tons of people. And I'm not the type of person, if it was reversed, I wouldn't tell the other person that. I was at this great party. I'd just say, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm home already. I'm tired or whatever. I feel like his need to try to brag about his stupid party. Mm-hmm. You can just hear, hear how bitter I am stupid. Like I, sound, I, know, I admit that. But so then I wrote back, oh, thanks for letting me know. Which was, was, you know, Freud tells us there are no jokes. That was mostly a joke. It was meant to be a guilt trip, but it was kind of sort of yeah. meant to be funny. Yeah. And he wrote, oh, and he wrote back, oh, the guilt master. And I wrote back real quick, oh, the gloat master. So I shifted those right, letters right. and did a little wordplay there. But that's the last <laughs> message I ever sent him. And I would that was still the be, end. That was the I'd end. Still of be he didn't with, respond to that. That was the end of no, it. No, he never responded, and I never wrote him since. And I, I who who wins in a in a friendship breakup like that? The person that sends the last note, or the person that didn't respond to it. He, in a way, or, he, or, or is it all losing? Or is it too losing? I don't think there's any both, winners. Both people lost. There's no winning. There's what do they say? All is fair in love and war. Yeah. But they don't really have say what how that applies to friendship. Yeah, listen, I know, I know you're not into sports, but this is this has to do with friendship. So go with me on this. This is one of my my theories. I think I mentioned this one other place, but um, okay, check this out. In baseball, you have a stat called wins above replacement. That means it's called war. That means if you uh, pick a guy, you could just have a career minor leaguer, an average player, career average player. How much above that player is your guy doing? So maybe it's two wins above. If you were just to pick someone off a scrap heap and get that player, uh, they'll say he's war two. So he's two wins above, right? Uh, He's two wins above uh, average, okay? I think this should apply to friendship too, right? Because sometimes you're friends with people, and after a certain point you're like, I could pick someone up off the scrap heap and have a nice day with them go on a bike ride, go swimming. That would be equivalent to this person who's actually making me less happy to be around. They're actually negative war, right? So it's war if wins above replacement friends, right? So if they're they're below what an acquaintance would be, do you keep those friends? Well, I don't don't think... I don't know. And this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna contradict myself. I think you keep all your friends you've ever had, regardless, even if they go negative, wharf. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So I should, I should still. Pres- you have nothing to worry about with me. I should still pursue that. Hey. <laughs> no, but he wasn't a long enough uh, running friend. I'm saying if they're if they're below well, average in the first year, you can cut them off. You're like, you know what? Friends. I end up feeling worse when I see this person no, we've been every friends time. For a few years. Yeah, I'm just saying these people are like, I feel worse that I, I feel worse for having known this person. More often than not, I leave these meetings or these lunches or these expeditions, and I feel worse. Those people you can cut out if I they're just, not old friends. I just decided that. You know, that guy. That guy didn't ever contribute anything to. He didn't. He didn't ever make any effort to try to right. to try to, to add to our friendship. It was but you can me. pick up a nice guy off the street, or you can hang out with a nice person off the street and just have a nice day with them, right? <clears throat> Do you ever meet people on the road? You're like, this is a fun guy to hang out with for the next three hours. Yeah. That. That's. I mean, that's break even, right? Some friends, they're negative wharf. Mm. Like you end up being like, I feel worse every time. Oh yeah. Now if they're old friends, I think you hang on because I think the old friends are more of a roller coaster. You end up going up and down. Yeah, and also like you, I don't hear from you sometimes for months and months, and you uh, aren't. I'll text you sometimes, and again, it's only the second time it's come up in the podcast, so there's no <laughs> anger there. But, but I also know you know you got your family, you're a busy guy and stuff. And well, we talk about this too. I don't think I think. I think everyone's single, or I shouldn't even make it a single married thing, but I think people assume everyone's seeing all your, everyone's texts all the time now, and there's so many different ways people are communicating, I find it hard to, yeah, I don't, I, one, I don't end up, the way I, I was using was your phone number? Oh, the like phone number. sort of straight. Where you actually leave a voice message? No, like the text that, <laughs> it's not like some <laughs> obscure app. <laughs> It's a text. Now there's, but there's too many ways people are communicating yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, let's forget about those. I'm talking. So about. each one, you, you, there's, they, there's two main ways. Though. Okay, but here's, but you're no, always checking when you're. Here's what happens. You're always checking these things when you're. You're not sitting down to collect all of the messages that came in for the day. You're always on the run, and so yes, you do notice a message, and you read it quickly. And but I you're, bet you return but TJ's you're always text. Doing, but I you're, bet you return TJ's but, text. <laughs> hey, by the way, let me ask you about that. Is that why you're? Uh, do you listen to the show? I've never heard it, no. No, how come? There's too many ways to listen to things these days. <laughs> too many, there's so many things to listen to. <laughs> okay, let me go back to my original theory. Burn. Let me go back to my original theory. We're going to get off the texting topic. Okay. I'm explaining why relationships make sense the older you get. Okay, okay. H- harder to make friends, right? And yep. harder to have people willing to have sex with you, right? The older you get. At a certain point... Less people want to have sex with you. That's fairly probably right? true. That's yeah. fair and harder to make friends. So what marriage is, or a serious relationship, it's insurance. It's bundling. Us. It's bundling. Like an AT and T bundle. Right. It's a bundle, and the the sag, or the 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 the, um, the friendship part of the bundling, you get that from your wife or your spouse. That's uh, the uh, maybe the cable package. The sex is the high speed internet. Right, mm-hmm. and then uh, they try to sell you a landline, right? As part of the bundle, you don't need the landline, you don't want the landline, but you got to take it. You got to be tethered down with a landline just to get the rest of the bundle, Is and the that's the, the that's the, the monogamy. Oh, that's, oh, the monogamy. that's the monogamy. Yeah, wow. yeah. What do you think? Well, yeah, you've thought that too, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, mean, I think it's bundling. I think you're bundling towards the end of your life. I just, it doesn't make sense for a twenty-year-old to bundle that often. No, there's you know it makes more sense now. Is there's, I'm 97. There, I feel 97. You know, some people do 
settle down real early and others not so much but for me I look at it more simply like yeah it's just nice to have a, it's nice to have a you know someone to go through life with and not try to have people come and go all the time well that's true too yeah oh, oh, oh I have my own theory I'll tell you okay you brought a theory um, to the show I think I have a theory <laughs> uh, you came prepared this is single versus relationship. Okay, okay. When you're... Usually I, there's some sort of a graphic thing I do with my hands to sh- demonstrate, but I think your, your audience is intelligent Very enough. astute, yeah. They'll be able to see what I'm doing. There's, there's six and one-fourth listeners. So basically, if you're single, your baseline happiness is sort of... It, it fluctuates, but it's sort of on the lower side. You know, when you wake up and you're... You know your apartment, and you're you know you, you're you have a lot of opportunity for something great to happen. Right, right. But your baseline is you wake up alone, you have to find somebody to hang out right. with, or you have to be alone. And for some people, that's fine. This is my experience, by the way, so I'm not judging anyone. Yeah. I, I should say my baseline as a single person was not depressed or miserable, but it was it wasn't in the super happy zone. It was like right. It was like, okay, you know, and I had to go and find something to do to make me happy, whether right. it was a cup of coffee or smoke some weed or hang out with my friend or try to get kick, laid. Or, kick a hibachi oven. Yeah, do something, of, get, get drunk something. and destroy barbecue equipment. <laughs> but then you score, or like, you know, you get laid or whatever, or you, yeah. you meet someone awesome, or you get a number, and you have this spike, and you're just, it can go really high up. It can, it can yeah. be like this incredible, like, I mean, it can it can spike, but it's very short lived. So, you can picture that you're going along at a th- three or, or two, or three or three and a half, and suddenly you spike to an eight because you got laid, or you, right. or you spike to a five because you got a number of a girl you really right. like, right? Or maybe even higher. Even just you know getting the number could be a big moment. But then you go back. Now you're waiting for it to call. Now you're sinking down to, you know, now you're sinking down to like a one and a half because you're. You're, you want that person to call right, so much, right, right? And then things don't work out, and so you go back to that zone or even below sometimes, and then you're waiting for those spikes. So that's so for it's me. A that, that's my single experience. Yeah. But when but a relationship to me is like, I'm never. I really am not ever lonely right. anymore. You know, right. I I have a wonderful person that's with me when, when I wake up and when I go to bed and share everything major in my life. But it's not a constant eight or a nine, is it? It's more like I'm riding on a generally happy, you know, with little wobbles and some good spikes, you know. But you don't have the intensity of the right. spikes. That's like you don't have that. Yeah, well, you don't. Okay. You know what sudden... else has a lot of spikes? And this is a great... Yeah, go on. So, you know... But but I've, I guess I've traded in more of a consistent happiness for for a consistent so so with moments of extreme elation, and then there are moments of great moments, but they're more. No, like, I know what you're saying. They're just it's more the wholesome, same. you know. It's like not the same. It, when our dog does something hilarious, or we or we, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Or, yeah. or or we go, or we go on a fun vacation or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I've traded in the consistent right. higher happiness score. For the less consistent 
um, spin the wheel. Well, and no one, no one is begrudging someone that uh, basically what you're describing is gambling. Like no one's, no one's begrudging the guy that's like, uh, yeah, I got, a, I got a day job, and people are like, you don't gamble anymore. How come you're not gambling? Because really, yeah, you have some real highs when you're gambling. You're going to hit the jackpot yeah, sure. when you're playing blackjack. You're also going to be sunk kind of low sometimes, and uh, you know it's not a consistent way to live. So eventually, you maybe you get tired of it. You know. Yep. So these are ways that we try to console ourselves for for uh, <laughs> for, for for not being out there uh, and for trying to resist some of the temptations that are out there. Right. These are how we. These are how we try to console ourselves for getting old. That's really what we've done here on the show. Well, I think you have to <laughs> personally, I think, you know, I think it's a, it's, it's a state of mind, you know, how you feel, you know, I don't feel any different, uh, mentally or spirit wise as I did 10 years ago, 20 years ago. In fact, I feel smarter, like I'm more experienced, but it's true. You feel your body, you know, you've, I've, I've got a sore, my elbow hurts today. I don't even know why. You yeah. Know? I didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even use my elbow today at all for anything. Yeah, you can't even say tennis elbow, which no. seems like the way. I feel like tennis elbow is the wimpiest of all excuses I, for why an elbow. I've got walking hurt. elbow. You know, I, don't, yeah. you know, I went and <laughs> yeah. got a malt. And but I think fine. walking elbow reminds me. I mean, I feel like the first person that said, "I have tennis elbow," you're just not going to get a lot of sympathy from people. It should be football, rugby, rugby elbow. That's something people can really, yeah. you know. Uh, Wrestling elbow, that's one thing. I, I feel like tennis elbow is a very rich person's... Well, uh, I quit tennis because I just thought it was too easy. Like my, And this is a true story. My first time <laughs> ever playing tennis, I yeah. scored 15 points on my first shot. And I was like, this game's ridiculous. <laughs> but I want to say this. As a comedian, and I think you may yeah. relate to this, you can sort of live in denial of your age you yeah. know to a certain degree because you go from city to city yeah. you can kind of live in your oh, sure you can live in your little peter pan sure. fantasy but and i had this experience recently when you go to your hometown where you grew up from when you were a little kid you it's much more blatantly obvious that you've aged especially right. when a super middle-aged looking dude comes up to you like yeah. hey arge yeah what's up man we were in high school yeah. i was at, I, I was at we were in high school together and then my heart is just like physically breaking in my chest and i'm just thinking please god I ho- please god let him be have been the janitor no no man it's kevin man we had tons of classes together and just and just grasping for some hope you know like geez kevin yeah it's been a rough road huh you've had a rough couple of years no man i'm in great shape i'm gluten free <laughs> i was I, I i had something i wanted to God darn it! I I forgot what I was going to talk to you about. That's okay. I'll just keep doing more bits yeah, until we yeah, do, do another. Just just keep stalling with more bits because uh, no, there was something super. No, I think about this stuff. Though. So, something. No cash. Yeah, I'm not doing a bit. I'm serious. I have a pain in my in my back right now in my yeah. lower back. Yeah. Oh, I know what it was. Let me let me let me just right. let me just. I want to hear about your lower back, but I want to talk to you before I forget about the the, the aging thing. The, the lingo, okay, the, the slang, exp- you know, I have heard different slang expressions that people are using, yep. and I will not incorporate them into my uh, lexicon because I feel like I'm too old and it'll look stupid. It'll be like the old guy trying yeah. to be cool by using whatever phrase that might be. I'm perfectly aware of those phrases. I just think it'll look stupid. Are you? Think, you're, you think the thotties might judge you? The what? The thotties. What are those? See? Thotties? I didn't know those. What? You don't know the what the thotties? thotties? 
Yeah, what are the thoughties? Thought, is that T-H-O-T, that hoe over there. Oh, okay, okay. I just heard that one today. <laughs> See, uh, it's, some of them I haven't heard. But I heard, I'm just saying, I like, heard some rap and some rap music I listened to. I heard, yeah. I heard them say thoughties, and I never knew what it was. And but I do think you, I do you incorporate the, these words into your act and into your regular no, I don't, I don't, discourse? Because that's the... I don't consciously try to, oh, I'm going to incorporate a word. I'm not that contrived. No, no, me. I, I don't, I'm not suggesting you. Are. I'm just saying. Have they worked? As, have is there any new slang that I haven't heard yet? Because it seems like we talk about the same way we used to. Has anything worked its way in? Where I'll be like, that's a. I, I feel like you're the amount of slang words you're going to well, use. There's a cutoff point, and then you no longer use new ones. At a, at a certain age, you don't use new ones, and I don't well, know what I, age I that is. Thirty-five or something. I, I guess maybe I'm a little rec- more reckless in that way. I, I enjoy listening to. To um, you know, it's not the only music I like, but I like hip hop, and I, I tend to sometimes hear words and phrases that are kind of funny or cool to me, and so I'll try to like use them a little bit, you know. But it doesn't like it doesn't doesn't. It's not a very good look. It's not like I'm very cool, yeah. but sometimes I, <laughs> like my girlfriend says something, and I say I say shoddy. <laughs> I was like, Sh- you get it, shoddy. And she's like, and she'll just say, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then, <laughs> and I realize, and, I, and I'm just being a dork, you know. Right. And so just, you're almost doing it as a joke, though. I almost do it as, yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, no, I why? Do it almost as a parody, because I know, and I, I mean, I'm not, well, I like rapping, is the truth is, I, I made a rap. That show, did I play that for you? No. I, I made a, put a rap out recently, but I'm working on some new shit right now, but. I don't know. I just I don't try to overdo it. But again, I don't want to try to force new words into my vocabulary. No, it happens naturally. What were you? Tell me I your don't, story. I don't what, use the word shoddy. What was your story? Short, short, what was your shorty. story about? My back. Yeah. Well, it's incredible. This pain, it's 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 just there, um, just above my, my butt, like my lower back. Doctor has no idea. Sort of, sort of you know, I can I don't know what it is. Basic test, not real. So I. I went and had an MRI. Have you ever had one? Yeah. And and, and it's uh, it's scary. You know, you're in this tube and you can't yeah, move. Right. And also when you don't know what you're going to do. But the tech was so... This guy was so cool. Yeah. Did you have a friendly tech? We just uh, started I don't remember chatting. My, yeah, I don't remember my tech. doesn't matter. We we uh, we just hit it off. And he's asked me all kinds of questions about comedy. And I and, and so I was like, oh, yeah, he was really interested. And then... He was such a great guy, and then I asked him about his job. What I found out is these guys are, they can see the results right there. It's all in real time. and But they're not allowed to discuss it with the patients because they're not doctors. And I said, wow, that must be intense. And, you know, knowing stuff. And, you know, hey, sometimes, but, you know, it's usually it's fine. I said, cool. So I, I did the thing, and it takes like a while, like 20 minutes. Immediately got out of the, got up and went and put my clothes back on. And it was it was really easy. The only weird thing was, just then after when I put my clothes on and when I sh- said goodbye, and, and shook his hand, he he t- he teared up. And and I said, Is it, "Are you serious?" And I said to him, "I said, hey man, don't be so sentimental." I said, "I'll see you in three weeks at my follow up." <laughs> he started crying even harder. So, who knows what that's all about? But. <laughs> I get, you know, you made say, a connection with him. I say, leave, you know, leave that, leave that stuff at home. You were try, like plus six wharf for him. Try to be professional. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if you got some stuff going on at home, leave it at home. 
Yeah. No, I my back hurts. I, I my back made a noise getting out of bed. Uh, I had never heard it make like before. Crack. Well, it sounded like this. No. Jesus. Yeah. My back actually talked. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'll go in and uh, see your. I'd like to see your specialist, your tech specialist. My. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's nobody. This is the Rorschach test. This is where we're going to get to know you a little bit. These guys just love to play. What do you think of the cash withdrawal sex test? What do you think of those guys? Cash withdrawal sex test. What do you think of Tassels? Did you like Tassels, the receptionist? Yeah, fine. How would you describe her? She's a nice lady. Yeah? What, what, how old do you think she is? Uh, she's... She's is she sort of the human Warshak test. I mean, everyone has a different opinion of who she is and what she looks well, like. Well, she's I don't know, probably forty-seven. Forty-seven. Do you think? Would you? I mean, if you were single, do you think you'd look into that or no? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, she's really charming, isn't she? I mean, yeah, it's what's on the inside. Yeah. How would you describe her hair? I mean, is this the test? No. <laughs> This is not the test. The test is uh, uh, quilts. It's the snobbiest of blankets. Because you think quilts are snobby? Oh no, I like a quilt. Well, you it's might fuzzy. like it, but you don't think it's. You think it, I mean? No, a quilt usually means somebody made it from scratch. Uh huh. And put a lot of love and time into it. Kind of the granddaddy of blankets. It's like what, what quilts like. Would you get on the couch when you're like like on a kind of a cold day? Yeah. And you're going to sit on the couch and watch some TV? Watch some Montel Williams If there was one possession you had to grab from a fire, what, what would you grab? wouldn't be the quilt. Anything no, particular? What, you, what do you... Because there was a fire at my house. I don't think I... I think I did I show you the footage of that? There's a fire next door. Oh, yeah, yeah you said that. No, did I don't I know send if I you the, the footage. footage. I'll no. show you the footage. It's nuts. Yeah, I remember. That. I didn't know what to grab. I didn't grab anything. I just left because I was like, I, I yeah, guess we're going to burn down. We're going to burn down. Did now. it burn down? It didn't. Well, part of it. A the little building bit of the across house. the street burned yeah, down. A little bit of the house. Down. A little bit of our house burned down. Uh, I'll, when I'll when show I was some fifteen, yeah. I watched a whole huge building burn down right next door. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. And I was sitting on my roof. And it's traumatic. Well, it really, to me, it like brought home just how entirely unpredictable. Homemade fireworks are. I mean, you just you you really don't know which direction they're gonna go. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this. Uh, this you can hear this, or I wouldn't bother to do this. You might be like, why is he showing Arj something on a podcast? Because a lot of you are watching. A lot of, I don't know if you realize, Arj, a lot of people subscribe and they watch. Well, but they're not the gonna. Podcast. We're not being filmed right now, are we? Oh yeah, yeah. Everything's filmed, and uh, what? a lot of people watch. A lot of people watch. Where's for, the camera? It's it's over there. And a lot of people watch it, but um, I just want to show you what I woke up to. There's no camera, is there? No, it's it's all done internally. All right. Uh, let me just show you this. This this blew my mind. You wake up and you don't know what you're going to grab. I was so startled by this fire that I uh, I didn't know how to dial nine one one. I couldn't remember what numbers to dial. And then the you know then they came so it was you know it ended up working out they they came and put out the fire, 
it was a big one. Here it is. Uh, this is gonna blow your mind. This is good. This is good podcasting right here. This didn't at all put a you know stop stop the momentum that we had. But check this out. This is uh, this is what happened. I woke up to this. Whoa! That's our house right there, the white one. Are you serious? Yeah, that's. I was freaking out. That's your new house. Yeah, I was freaking out. Is that the house that you live in now? Yes. Look at that. Can you imagine waking up to that? That's the fancy house you live in? Okay. (laughs) Can you imagine how nerve-wracking that was? And I thought for sure we were going to burn down. That's That's what it sounded like. I grabbed nothing. I just ran out on the street. And was trying to dial 911 and couldn't remember the numbers. I was that frazzled. Your family was safe? Uh, I knew they were gone for the day. They were at school, so I knew they were gone because I had heard them leave that morning. In fact, I had gone up and said goodbye to them. So I I knew and then went back down and went back to bed for another hour or so. But it was terrifying. That, like, was really scary. And I didn't know what to grab, and I just didn't grab anything. So then I started to think, like, all my pictures and my notes and everything for my stand-up career are in this computer and I ran back into the house to save the computer. That's not a good story. Like, you'd think I would have gone back in to grab something really meaningful well, to me. You know, these days, a lot of our, a lot of times... A lot of our in mementos. The pa- in the past, people would have grabbed a photo album yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So you just grabbed the... I was like, the, I've got all these, I've got all the podcasts for babies. You just grabbed the current equivalent of a photo album. Yeah, I've got all the podcasts for babies in there. You know, uh, I don't know if you realize I have a third podcast... It's called uh, Baseball Podcast for Babies. Oh, I know, I yeah, know that. It's pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty, pretty good stuff here. Let me, uh, I'll play one for you. It's pretty good. It's uh, well, you know, like this here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Oh, cool. It's with your son. Yeah. good stuff it's good stuff in any event uh arch we're gonna do some uh we're gonna do something we like to call the uh uh we're gonna do (laughs) i'm sorry this is getting really (laughs) i'm losing control of the show here we're gonna do something we like to call uh this is marital advice people send me questions you you mind helping me answer a few of them Partially why we do the show. We just uh, we yeah, finish sure. off the show by answering a couple of these questions. Sure, I'd love to. Yeah, and uh, you know, um, thanks for coming. And uh, and I, I'm still not sure why you came in. I, I hadn't seen you in a while. I, I most people come in because they have withdrawal symptoms from the other show. But you seem like you were here for for other reasons. This is my hotel room. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Uh, tassels came with me. Um, this is this one I thought might apply to you. Luke Wilson writes, "Where's the most inappropriate time and place to do yoga?" You're a guy that likes to do yoga. So I thought we could ask you that, huh? Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't know if it's ever inappropriate to do yoga, is it? No, I don't. Yeah, I can't really think of anything. Yeah, I think. It's I mean, if you want to do it, go for it. Probably on an airplane though, because there you go. Because there's no like there's in no. In some way. ways, aren't we doing yoga on airplanes all the time, just by fitting into those little seats? 
Yeah, to a degree. <laughs> um, Miguel McKenna writes, plastic bags and empty cans. Urban tumbleweeds? I guess. I think so. Yeah. I think that's uh I think that's a that's a good call right there. Calvin Cruz uh writes, I'm currently eating a salad and all I feel is failure in every bite. Failure? Yeah. I, I'm not I'm Why? not for What's salads. Well, salads I don't think we do salads for I don't think we eat salads because they're uh uh tasty. I think we just do it for health reasons. Oh no, I mean a delicious salad. I think that's an oxymoron. I don't think there's delicious salads compared well, to what else. I feel sorry for you. I think there's some great salads. You're, out you're there. from a, a an area of Northern California where you know you take pride in that sort of salad eating stuff that you do. You know, you're very you're very uh, no, there's hippieish out there no, in Mill Valley. Salads. But if you salads like, are if you get like some quinoa, some some fresh, nice heirloom tomato and. No one's Garbanzo ever ordered beans. a salad for their final meal, like in death row, you know. So what do you want to eat for your final meal? I'll have a, a wedge. Uh, maybe a Caesar. You think so? <laughs> you, think, you think there's one, you think there's ever been someone to order Caesar for their final meal? Potato salad. Those are, that's a comfort food. Okay. I don't think that's salad. That's another theory. I don't think potato salad really is a salad. I think they call it a salad to make you feel like it could be healthy, well, but it's, it's a con. It's a con. It's vegetables. It's mainly mayonnaise, right? And mayonnaise and, and uh, celery. Wouldn't you agree that's not as healthy and that's why it's tasty? It's not as healthy, but uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Everything that's healthy, I think, just jacks up your stomach. You know? I've been trying to eat healthy. Li- Have you ever eaten such a healthy meal you're limping afterwards? No. Yeah, that happened to me that. recently. It's, you can eat you can eat meals that are too healthy. Oh, I don't know. What, I don't know why you're saying that. I just think it does terrible things. You're saying, I think there's a bell curve with with what you eat. You if you go too unhealthy, it hurts your stomach. You know, fried food, these yeah. sorts of things. But if you eat too healthy, it also hurts your stomach. I think you got to stay in the middle. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, no, I, I don't want to go on the record to say. That you can, I don't think you can eat. You just have to eat good food, like whole food that's delicious. Okay, I. I you think someone eats salad on death row? I would. <laughs> okay. Okay. If I ever am on death row, I will order salad. You have my word. Okay. All right. We're gonna. We'll have to. What about a Chinese chicken salad? Again, I don't think that's really salad. I'm well, thinking, they, 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 they try to, you know, you, you call things, certain things salad that aren't salads because they taste no, good, it's, it's, but, and they're not as healthy. The Chinese, you're naming things that aren't as healthy. I mean, the Caesar isn't even that healthy. Caesar's not that healthy because yeah. it's got a lot of, well, it's just, yeah. it's, it's not that bad, but it's got a lot of fat in the dressing. Especially not healthy for anchovies. Caesar, really bad for anchovies. Yeah. Can you can you remember any before we go we got to go but do any uh what are the do you remember any of our postulates we used to have postulates of life you know we had to, if what, what, Oh yeah I remember what, the one I postulates. one of them I like is um I would rather spend I would rather spend 5 hours at the Des Moines Des Moines is that right Des Moines is that how you pronounce it uh Des Moines yeah Des Moines, Des Moines Iowa yeah I'd rather spend five hours at the Des Moines, Iowa airport with a good pal. Right. 
than to walk alone in the Valley of the Kings or something. <laughs> that was a good postulate. Something, also, the tripod of happiness. Something about how... I've never talked about this. The tripod of happiness, I think, was a good postulate. No. Something about how... No. I'll talk about that at a future occasion. Something about how... Just, you know, hang with a pal Yeah, is way better. It supersedes good shows and anything else that well, may happen. Well, yeah. one time I was in Queens Day in, in Amsterdam randomly, mm-hmm. and it's a holiday where there's literally a million people in these mm-hmm. narrow streets partying. And I was walking around all day that city that I was on my own. Yeah. And I mean, literally, there, there was a million people packed in these little streets. Yeah. It's like a huge celebration, a huge party. Loneliest I've ever felt in my whole yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. The loneliest I've ever Great. felt in my whole life. And this is why you can't take cruise gigs. I wouldn't do very well because they, you, everyone is with loved ones that are all on vacation. You know, wandering around, well. eating alone at the buffet three times a day. It's exactly what you just described for seven days. Everyone's happy. I couldn't do it. It's it's really debilitating. So don't take a cruise. I'm going to take no cruise. Don't eat salads. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Eat salad. It's great to catch up with you. I wish I had some salad. Yeah. Oh, let's go eat some salad right now. Salad's delicious. But we're going to go. I, just thanks for coming on the show. No, no, this no is, I'm going uh, to start having fun. This, this is, is fun. Keep yeah. this thing on a little longer. We'll do, oh, you want to stay on for a second? No, it's been good. It's good to see you. Thanks for having me. I've just been kind of down in the doldrums, and you, you guys really picked me up. Oh, good. It's good. my fault. If you enjoyed it's the show, let Arge know. It's my fault yeah. that I'm feeling it's kind of sad. Yeah. Why? I'm the happened? one that chose to watch Marley and Me on Blu-ray right before I came down here. <laughs> it's even more sad and high def. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> oh, it's sad as hell. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but just brace yourself emotionally. I don't know if you know, but the sequel's just called Me. But you really cheered me up, man. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to have had you, buddy. Listen in next uh, in a couple of weeks. We'll have more. Uh, I'm sure we'll have more uh, guests coming in. Arj Barker was here. Arj, you can see Arj all over the place. Uh, yeah, I got uh, my go website archbarker.com. I'm doing shows all over Australia in the next over. few months. Go check them out and let them know how you how you felt about the show. Uh, I was excited to talk to one of my oldest friends, and uh, it was great. It was great. I hope you enjoyed it too. Does this mean I get? Can I go on cashing in with T.J. Miller since I did this show? We'll talk about that. Now leaving Nerdist.com.